0: Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Be a part of the family.
1: In the middle of our chat with Ruth Pointer of the Pointer Sisters. Now the Pointer Sisters are coming to Night of the Proms this Sunday night at the CenturyLink Center in Omaha. They've cemented their place in music history with nine Grammy nominations and three Grammys. With hits like Fire, Slow Hand, and Automatic. Now, is it true you guys, in the beginning, practiced harmonies five hours a day?
0: No. Are you kidding (laughs) me? No way. I mean, somebody made that up. We learned to sing harmony because my parents were uh, ministers, both of them, mom and dad. Uh And my dad pastored the church that we grew up attending. Okay. And being the pastor's kids, we had to... Participate in all the activities.
1: Okay. Now you Stuff weren't like allowed to listen to secular music or dance. Is that true? We were not allowed to.
0: As we came into you know teenage years and things like that, and of course as, as kids, we you know we weren't locked in the house, so we had friends, and sure. their parents weren't ministers, <laughs> and uh, so we would go you know to friends' houses, and and their parents would be doing things that our parents didn't do, like drinking and partying and playing uh-huh. blues and playing music, and of course, I don't know why, but apparently, God just put that love for music in our hearts, mm-hmm. because I can remember being very selective about the friends that I chose to go and visit, mainly based on what kind of music they were going to be playing in their house. Really? Really? They would get angry with me because I didn't want to go outside. I didn't want to do the things they actually invited me over to do. Uh I just wanted to sit in front of their stereo and And listen to music. Now, the
1: interesting thing about that, you were the last sister to join the Pointer Sisters. Right. That love was always there.
0: That love was always there. I mean, I sang with a girlfriend even in high school. It was definitely the pivotal point of the beginning because... We lived up the street from another group of sisters that inspired us, the Watson sisters, and I came back home to my sisters. I was still in high school and I said to my sisters, I said, we could sing like that. Uh And that really was when it started. We started singing in my dad's church. Things moved on, you know, years go by, and I felt like I'm supposed to conform to the culture. Of society and get married and have kids and all that. And so that's where my life took me. Okay. I was trying to do that when my three younger sisters decided they wanted to sing.
1: And then you had that in your heart. And then was that a difficult decision? Because you were married, you had kids, and then you decided to pursue music. So
0: wasn't difficult at all.
1: Okay. It
0: wasn't even a second thought. Okay. okay. You know, I was working on a job uh-huh. trying to support the two children that I had. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my sisters would occasionally call me in to fill in if okay. one of the sisters was ill or couldn't make the session singing backup for people in the studio.
1: Okay. okay.
0: And so I was like to fill in. I mm-hmm. would make more money in that one night right. than I was making in a week on the job that I was trying uh-huh. to support my kids. uh uh-huh. And when they asked me if I wanted to be in the group permanently, when they finally got a decent record deal, I didn't think twice about it. I thought, well, I love it. It's something I do naturally. Mm -hmm. I don't see myself being a nine-to-fiver for the rest of my life doing whatever it was I was doing at that Mm time. This is something I love, you know, even if it didn't go into stardom. I felt like I could be a backup singer and enjoy my life better right. than what I was doing. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. gotcha. Kicking it here with Ruth Pointer of the Pointer Sisters on the Mulberry Lane Show. Get your tickets now for Night of the Proms featuring the Pointer Sisters, Michael McDonald, and Kenny Loggins this Sunday at the Century Link Center. When you guys were on stage, you blew audiences away. So, where did that come from?
0: You know, we've always had a certain amount of extraordinary energy, me and my sister and my brother. We have two older brothers, and they were both incredible athletes.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: The energy runs through our family naturally. And
1: you brought that to the stage. We brought it
0: to the stage. And my parents, like I said, were both ministers, so they were always in front of an audience. It was something that we just grew up admiring and learning how to do, just being in front of people doing things.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And no fear, probably, of being up on there's, stage. There's
0: always fear. Okay. <laughs> I can't say there's no fear. There okay. is fear, yeah.
1: So was there a point when you had to learn how to overcome that, or did it just you know? I don't
0: know that I ever overcame it. Okay. I think what the word is is just transcended, and I think confidence definitely plays a part in it yeah. today. Okay. Because I've been doing it so long, sure. there's a certain amount of confidence that comes with it, and a certain amount of acquired focus that I've learned how to have, because my mind can drift off in the middle of song, in the middle of a show sometimes. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I mean, really, i got five kids, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm thinking about my kids, and I'm like, okay, back to the song, okay? Yeah, yep. that's,
1: that's so true. Be here now. Yeah, that's a hard thing to do 100% of mm-hmm. the time. You started off as four sisters, and then Bonnie left the group, so mm-hmm. what was that like at that point?
0: It was terrible. Okay. <laughs> we hated it, Oh my God. You know, it, it, because it was not that long. We hadn't been together as the point of assistant maybe three or four years. Uh-huh. And, and you so guys we were
1: having quite a bit of success at the time.: We even said to her, "Have you lost your mind? What is wrong with you? We're just getting
0: started here." Yeah. She saw that she wanted to take that opportunity, and so we just had to live with it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You had to regroup. Yeah, we had to regroup, and that's when we became three met some new people, producers and songwriters and people that encouraged us to go in a different direction musically, okay more pop and jazz and, you know, the blues things that we were doing, even though we love that stuff. We didn't want to reappear on stage without Bonnie and have people miss her so much.
1: So yes. you wanted to change it up?
0: Yeah, we wanted to change it up so that we could have kind of a new identity.
1: Now, throughout your career, you... Obviously had record people involved and producers and things and your sisters. So throughout that whole process, when did you decide to go with your gut as your sisters or yourself or go with what a producer was saying or a record company person? How did you navigate those decisions?
0: Oh, I'm really not sure. You know, we have a specific sound, I believe. Uh Uh-huh. And I think that no matter what we sing, we're going to sound like Pointer Sisters. Right. Mm -hmm. We've always loved all types of music, and it's really worked well for us. I mean, we got our first Grammy Award for a country song that we wrote, Fairy Tale, that Mm -hmm. we never expected. Then Elvis recorded it, which we weren't even aware of at the time. That's huge. That's amazing. Yeah. And the blues things were just things we used to kind of comically mimic Okay uh, in the early days, because we loved all the old antique clothing and we loved that old feel of, of the 30s and the 40s, uh-huh. and it wasn't that much of a, of a jump for us okay. to just go. and
1: you just kind of went yeah. with the
0: flow. We went with the flow because we loved experiencing okay. all these different types of music. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. And then you lost June to cancer. Yeah. So yeah. that had to be devastating.
0: Oh, it was really, really hard, and it still is sometimes. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm sure it is. Mm -hmm. Now, did you have a decision point there on whether or not to go on?
0: Not a big decision. Anita and I both felt confident enough that if we had to, we would go on just the two of us.
1: Okay. Uh Uh-huh.
0: But we knew that we had family members that were talented, and so we pulled in uh, my daughter, and we were also planning to pull in Anita's daughter, and then, tragically, we lost Anita's daughter. Oh.
1: Oh. So sorry to hear that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, we lost her even before we lost June. Wow! Just like the year before, or two years before. It what was, a uh,
1: hard uh, time.
0: Uh, yeah, it was hard. I, I mean, we had already had costumes made for her, and oh, mm. oh my God, it's uh, it's it's one of the most devastating things that's ever happened to us. Oh, I bet. Ever. Still deal with that that horror because Anita has never gotten over it.
1: Oh well, I'm yeah. sure. And, you know, being so close as sisters and sharing a career and sharing lives, there's so much Mm. you do together that, you know, you you feel it so strongly. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we brought my daughter in. Her name is Issa. I-S-S-A.
1: That's a pretty name.
0: And she's been singing with us now, oh, my God, almost 10 years. But Okay. Then she decided she wanted to start a family and okay. so she,
1: <laughs> You know, it's rough on us girls, isn't it? Girl, it it's rough on girls in this you know? business. We have that conversation yeah. over and over again cuz the guys can just up and leave and go on tour. Exactly. But when you're the mama, you know, you can't you can't leave those babies and you know, you it's can't hard leave to bring those with.
0: babies. Yep. I mean, really, and you got all that emotional yes. turmoil going on inside of you. While you're trying to do a show, absolutely, that's exactly. <laughs>
1: so true. And that, and that heartbreaking phone call you might receive before the show, like that someone's having a crisis, and you still have to Leonhard go on stage. We are, and I
0: have had many. Yeah,
1: yeah. and you know the oh, other yeah. thing is is being sisters and being a family group. When somebody yeah. in the family has a crisis, it affects everybody it affects emotionally. Everybody. It's not like Every, separate right. people with separate families. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's amazing that you have sustained this career as long as you have with, you know, ups and downs of family life, too.
0: It is amazing. It really is.
1: Ruth Pointer of the Pointer Sisters. We're going to take a quick break and be back with a little bit more from Ruth. She elaborates more about being a performer and mom on the road, and she answers our question of the day. She shares with you how she gets herself out of a down spell more with Ruth Pointer of the Pointer Sisters right after this you're listening to the Mulberry Lane show
0: I'm a-